Hispanic nations are slamming their borders shut to the UK, even though there's no evidence the variant is more deadly or reacts differently to vaccines, says infectious diseases expert Dr. Shira Doran. This is not the time to panic. Um, in all likelihood, this is just another um, mutation that leads to another strain, and that is what we have seen throughout the pandemic. Nestle's recalling some popular diet dishes. The maker of Lean Cuisine Frozen Dinners is recalling more than 92,000 pounds of its baked chicken meals due to possible contamination, specifically pieces of plastic that were found in some dinners. Packages are labeled as Lean Cuisine Baked Chicken, White Meat Chicken with Stuffing, Red Skin Mashed Potatoes and Gravy, and a bust before date of October of next year. Food maker Nestle says it's gotten five complaints. The U.S. Agriculture Department says so far no reports of anyone getting sick from the contaminated dinners. Peter King, CBS News. This is CBS News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to Ordinary Eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D and ten times more vitamin E, all helping you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. Plus, you get all that farm-fresh, delicious taste. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an Ordinary Egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Starting route. Your destination is 0.1 miles away. If you drive less than 500 feet, turn left. You have arrived at your destination. <coughs> if you drive less than 25 miles a day, you could be paying less every day with pay-per-mile car insurance from Allstate. You get the same reliable coverage and hands-on expertise you'd expect from Allstate, but now at a price that's tailored to the miles you drive. Call your local Allstate agent and start paying what's right for you. Includes a daily rate. Prices vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Not applicable in California. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates. It seems Uncle Sam is tired of regulating the required ingredients for a certain salad dressing. The government wants to let French dressing be whatever it wants. The FDA says it's proposing revocation of its definition and standard of identity for the orangish thick salad topping made from vegetable oil, mayo, vinegar, sugar, tomato, and paprika. It's one of hundreds of foods whose makeup the agency controls, including bread, ketchup, and chocolate milk. The FDA says the rules are more than 75 years old and no longer needed. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And finally, she made her name and her fortune here in Britain representing Prince Charles and Paul McCartney in their divorce cases. But lawyer Fiona Shackleton clearly believes you can have too much of a good thing. She's backing an app for schools to try to encourage teenagers to analyze why they might want to get married young. If it stops a few ill-fated unions, it will be good for them, even if it's not so good for divorce lawyers. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay.
way. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800 Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're all ready. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. The Athens Messenger provides interesting local news, keeps you entertained and informed, but what else? It empowers you by providing information to make the best possible decisions about life, community, and government issues. It supports democracy by providing facts to make informed decisions and keeps transparency in our community. It keeps the First Amendment alive. The Athens Messenger, your local trusted news source. Not a subscriber? Visit our website at AthensMessenger.com or call 740-592-6612, extension 1, to subscribe. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. We espouse a home-based model because uh, really it allows us to get to know the client and the situations that they live in and their family dynamics much better. Our mission is about bringing the best to the table and helping people to find what their best is. Canterbury will walk beside that individual and that family to provide stability and safety. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 
tell you, we are lucky. I mean, we are lucky to have um, this incredible library of music of holidays. You know, I've worked a lot of places. A lot of great stations. Very proud of all of that. But I have never had such a thorough and complete library available to us at those stations as I do right here. It's remarkable. Of course, that was Percy Faith and his orchestra. And, um, golly, we've had a couple people in Athens who actually played in that orchestra. Pretty cool. All right. <clears throat> well, good morning, folks. It's a Monday. Good morning. And it is a Monday. It is. And um, I got a lot done this weekend. Um, did a little more decorating. Did a lot more uh, present sorting and uh, being alone this year. Um, I'm not wrapping things. I'm tissuing them, if you know what I mean, in bags and things like that. My wife will get home, um, I think, January 6th. And why is my phone making that noise? That's my wake-up noise. <laughs> Which is funny. because It's a little late. <laughs> Scott uh, found me uh, drifting uh, a little bit uh, in back there earlier. Okay. Um, long winter's nap. Yeah. Well, that's Santa Claus, isn't it? Boy, Something yes. like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, winter officially started this morning at 5.02 a.m. Oh, I, I forgot that. That's good to know. And uh, Mercy, they're saying on Christmas Day or the day before or after, something like that, 21 degrees or high. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to wow. get down in the teens. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, the weather forecast, they're going to be down around... 15, 16, 17. In our neighborhood, we do um, luminarios. That's where you take um, a bottle of some kind, and we everybody uses um, old milk curtains. Get one gallon milk curtains. Oh, yeah. And you cut out a little slot on the side, and you just put some sand in the bottom, and then you put a candle in there. And so the entire street, the length of the street, is lit up uh, from dark to, uh, well, as far as the candles will go throughout uh, Christmas Eve night. And uh, I got that all ready this weekend. Um, there are some people, of course, on our street who are out of town visiting other members of their family, so we... We sort of take care of um, those places, too. And um, I'm trying to think of the name of several of the people who started this tradition over on the Far East End. It was not me. But uh, I, I have had a lot to do with carrying it forward over the years. But... Um, 
I think it started on not Avon. What's the next one? Um, Charles Street? No, there's one the in between. Way? Euclid. Euclid? Okay. I think it started on Euclid. And uh, But it's been on other streets uh, as well over the years. And the last year or so, it's been um, Grand Park Boulevard that's had the the best display, if you will, or the most consistent display, I should put it that way. Yeah, those are pretty cool, too. You know, with winter starting, you may have heard me talk about this earlier on the uh, morning show about the Christmas star going to be appearing in the southwestern sky this afternoon. Well, this evening. Yes, like, like just before, uh, well, almost darkness, right? Yeah, after sunset. Uh, now, astronomers are saying 45 minutes to an hour. Now, that's provided we don't have cloud cover, obviously. But uh, Jupiter and Saturn will be passing each other in orbit. First time that's happened in 400 years. I guess they're saying so so we're supposed to look to the southwest southwest about and and sunset is officially at 508 okay this afternoon so anywhere 45 minutes to an hour after that I have a neighbor who has uh, taught me about that uh, Barbara Jean Stanley and um, she seems to be right on top of that so I'll give her a jingle this afternoon and ask her to help me spot that yeah so uh again astronomers are saying look in the southwestern sky again if we can get these clouds moved out of the way (laughs) this evening um you know be able to see it they're saying that and if you don't live in antarctica you should be able to see it very clearly now for those of you that are tuned in uh, for instance, in Las Cruces, New Mexico, uh, you may be able to see that much easier than we will if you have clear skies there. And you so, brought that up, of course, because we have this pocket of listeners in Las do. Cruces, New yep. Mexico. <laughs> I, You know, there's 80 or so people down there that listen to this station daily. Um, it just... Um, it's crazy. Yeah. We're, I mean, crazy fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're glad to have them aboard. You bet. And, you know, it's interesting to see those pockets and where people are listening. You know, in the in the Far East, we know there are people listening there mm-hmm. in uh, Japan area, yeah. Taiwan, Vietnam. It, may, it makes no sense. It really Korea. doesn't. But it's a fun thing to think about. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's just, for example, what I just mentioned. They're all over the world. So, uh, anyway, hopefully we'll be able to see that uh, this evening, uh, as it is has been in the making for a pretty long time. We plan to feature some more Christmas music this morning. Yeah. Or music of the holidays, I should say. Uh, of course, we have some information to share. Today is Monday. It is December 21st. Just a, a few days now until Christmas. Um, there are now 10 days left in this year. And winter arrives, as Scott mentioned, at 5.02. It has a ribbon. No, that's no such word. It, ha- it arrived. There we go. Um, thank you. It, ar- it arrived at 5.02 this morning. 
Um, um, highlight in history on this date in 1620. The pilgrims aboard the Mayflower went ashore for the first time at present-day Plymouth, Massachusetts. Other notable things. 1864, during the Civil War, Union forces led by uh, Major General William T. Sherman concluded their march to the sea as they captured Savannah, Georgia. Beautiful city, Savannah. Oh. In 1913, the first newspaper crossword puzzle billed as a word cross puzzle was published in the New York World. A paper that doesn't even exist anymore. 1914, the U.S. government began requiring passport applications to provide photographs of themselves. In other words, what, what we would call today a photo ID. Always interesting items. Oh, 1968, Apollo 8 was launched onto a mission to orbit the moon. So you see here these guys, or guy, I don't know how many were aboard that uh, mission, but or how long the mission lasted, but my guess is they were up in missed Christmas. Is not my regular mug out there? Yeah, you want that one? Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, wait a minute. No, this will work. I'll, I'll make it work. Okay. Anyway. Um, I'm just going with tradition. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I don't know why I did that this morning. Um, <laughs> I'm freshening up a cup of coffee here, folks. Bear with me. There we go. Um... Everything about this year is different. This whole COVID thing. Everything's different. You know, you have to respect each other's families and their concerns and worries and everything. But, um, you know, I have six grandchildren here in Athens. And I've not been able to give any of the six a hug, I would say, since March. Um, we can't really even get close to them. My youngest gang, who are, what, eight or nine and down, four of them, I can go up to the window and they open it just enough so they can hear my words and they can say something to me, but we wave at each other through the window. It's very stressful. Um, but I get it. I mean, I do. And yet I know of other grandparents who 
yes, they're very being very careful and all of that, but they they do get to hug their kids. I miss that. Well, let's move on here. Let's see. It is Yule, right? Today is Yule. Now, are there multiple days of Yule? Y-U-L-E. It's crossword puzzle day. Interesting. Winter solstice. Humbug day. <laughs> Anne and Samantha day. What, they celebrate those two names or what? That one's worth looking up. What is Anne and Samantha Day? Anne and Samantha Day? And the Anne is with two, two, of course, two N's plus an E. Okay. It's National Homeless Persons Remembrance Day. You know, I do worry about that. It is on my mind often. You know, we have... <laughs> In Athens, and I live here, so this is what I notice. I'm sure it's true elsewhere, too. But there are certain corners, certain intersections, where these homeless people take turns requesting a gift of a buck or two or five, I don't know. And, you know, I've gotten to know one of them, although I think he's no longer homeless, okay? So I actually would carry on a conversation as I was stopped at the intersection with him. There's others that I, I, I haven't done that. The one I was referring to had purchased a station wagon that was in a state of disrepair. And he was begging for money to purchase parts to get his car working. And I think it was his intention to actually use the Station wagon is um, sleeping quarters as well. Well, anyway, I got um, off track a little bit here. National Homeless Persons Remembrance Day. Phileas Fogg win a wa wager day. That's faintly familiar to me. We'll need Scott's help on that one. But first, Scott, tell us about Anne and Samantha Day. Okay. Uh, this may be a little lengthy, but I'll, I'll try to capsulize it. Okay. Anne and Samantha Day uh, celebrates Anne Frank, oh. who moved generations with words she recorded in her diary, the diary of a young Jewish girl, and uh, she was... Obviously forced into hiding during World War II. Yep. 
Uh, family survived hiding in an empty space in the back of her father's company building, and uh, she wrote her diary uh, before they were forced into concentration camps. And uh, she uh, apparently passed in that. Her father was the only family member to survive, and he was the one that later discovered her diary left behind, as you all probably have heard of the uh, Diary of Anne Frank. It's a book. It's a play. It's, um, I've done the show several times. It's wonderful. Yes. Now, now this, Samantha. Okay. This is uh, celebrated biannually on the, summer, on the summer solstice day and winter solstice day. Okay. So each June, right around, what, the 20th, I guess it is, would be the summer solstice. And today, obviously, is the winter solstice. All right, Samantha Smith. She was a young girl at 10 years old. She was born June 29th of 1972. When I say she was a young girl at 10 years old, obviously, and she sought to understand the Cold War between the United States and Russia, she wrote a letter to the Soviet leader at the time, Yuri Andropov. Okay? And then she wrote and said her name. She's 10 years old. Congratulations on your new job. I've been worrying about Russia and the United States getting into a nuclear war. Are you going to vote to have a war or not? If you're not, please tell me how you're going to help or not have a war to answer, uh, to let me know. She says, this question you do not have to answer, but I would like to know why you want to conquer the world or at least our country. God made the world for us to live in together in peace and to not fight. Again, this was written by a 10-year-old girl. Now, now um, Samantha has a last name? Uh, I think it is Smith. Okay. Let me verify that. Well, that's all right. Um, so in, in yes, Samantha put a Smith. year to this? Yes, she was born 72, so she wrote this letter in 82. Okay. Okay. Now, she wrote to the Soviet premier, and this letter was published in the Soviet newspaper Pravda. However, she did not receive a response from Andropov, the Soviet leader. Not to be discouraged, she sent a letter to the Soviet Union's ambassador to the United States asking if there would be a response from the Soviet leader. Now, in 1983, she received that reply, and apparently Andropov addressed each of the young girl's questions in a lengthy letter, which included an invitation for her to visit the Soviet Union. Here's what Yuri Andropov said. In America and in our country, there are nuclear weapons, terrible weapons that can kill millions of people in an instant, but we do not want them to ever be used. That's precisely why the Soviet Union solemnly declared throughout the entire world that never... Never will it use nuclear weapons first against any country. Uh, country. In general, we propose to discontinue, uh, discontinue further production of them and to proceed to the abolition of all the stockpiles on Earth. And it was signed by the Soviet leader. Now, Samantha Smith's young life was cut short at the age of 13 when the plane she was traveling in crashed on August 25, 1985. She wow. soon became known as America's youngest ambassador. She did travel to the Soviet Union wow. and wrote a book about her visit. And she was how old when she first authored the letter? Ten years old. 
So she only lived three more years. Yes. Wow. Heavy. Pretty powerful, huh? Okay, let's see here. I, there's so many I need help today. Phileas Fogg, win a wager day. Now, I've heard that name, Phileas Fogg. Uh, I need a spelling of Phileas. P-H. That's what I thought, okay. I-L-E-A-S. And while we're waiting, it's uh, today is also National French Fried Shrimp Day. Um, I, th- I love shrimp, but I think that's probably my least favorite way. But um, anyway, going on, National Flashlight Day. Okay, I'm a sucker for flashlights. I, I can <laughs> tell you right now, there are flashlights in stockings for my family. <laughs> I love flashlights, and I have all manner of them, and I've been that way all my life. Well, anyway. I have one that I use almost every evening. And it is, that I can remember, the best one I have ever had. Oh, boy, they make some good ones now. Yeah. All right, going on. National Maine. We're talking about the state, state of Maine, which I have had a lot of connections to. I love it. Okay. Uh, Phileas Fogg. Okay, here's why I couldn't place it. Phileas Fogg is a fictional character. Mm Mm-hmm. A wealthy, eccentric Englishman who wagers that he can travel around the world in 80 days in Jules Verne's novel, Around the World in 80 Days. Got it. Now I remember. Yeah. Phileas Fogg. I remember that now, watching a show or something about that and Mm -hmm. the, the accent, the British accent. Phileas. All righty. Let's um, let's do the um, the daily report. Okay. Um, I of course each afternoon, even on a Saturday, even on a Sunday, I go and. Um, by the way, we have a caller. Let's do that first. Good morning. You're on the air. Tickety poo. Tickety poo, indeed. <laughs> I'm David. We'll change the subject just Please. for a second, then Feel I'll free. get off. Feel free. I think I think it's a shame Cincinnati and the other undefeated teams don't have a chance in the playoffs. Cincinnati's okay. undefeated. Notre Dame's one loss. Clemson's one loss. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's a shame that Cincinnati's not in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I hear you there. You know what hurt them, Don, I think, over the weekend was they they almost got beat by Tulsa Saturday night. And that, I think, played a part in where they stayed. Their strength of schedule uh, it was subject to question. Yeah, they were undefeated, but, you know, when they they had that happen Saturday night, I think that kept them right where they are. Unfortunately, they had to win on a last-second field goal. But well, Tulsa's no, Tulsa's no slouch. Exactly. Yep. And you know, I, I mean, I understand ACC. You got Notre Dame and the Clemson oh, yeah. and Virginia Tech and all those guys. But still, I'm surprised Notre Dame stayed in the top four because they were clobbered 
by Clemson Saturday. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I thought I told somebody, I told somebody I said, let me tell you, Trevor Lawrence makes a difference in that offense. Uh, yes. Because... They said, well, it ain't going to make that much of a difference. Well, after the game, I looked at him, I said, now, what did you tell me about him? <laughs> yes, exactly. I love him. I can rub it in on dudes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, earlier in the season, you know, Notre Dame beat Clemson, <laughs> but Clemson played without their quarterback, who's probably going to be the number one pick in the NFL right. draft. Now, you put and, him in the game Saturday, and you saw what happened, like you said. But Clemson still almost beat Notre Dame in that without Yes, Trevor. they did, at Notre Dame, too. So, I, I thought for sure Clemson would win that one. But, uh, you know, Brian Kelly came out and made that comment after the game that I think he was most likely pointing to the college f- football playoff committee saying, you know, we are, no matter what happened today, we're still the, one of the four best teams in the country. Well, I'm I'm not so sure about that. Well, no. Who did Notre Dame really play? Exactly. They do that every year. Yeah, just like and Alabama does the same thing until they get at the end of the year with SEC. Mm-hmm. Yep. They play those weak teams. Yep. But yet they're always there, and uh, I mean, well. Yep. Now the Notre Dame fans probably not going to be too happy about that, but their strength of schedule, I think, was like. 45-50 this year, which is not real good for a top-four team. No, it's not. And Ohio State, it's a shame that their games was canceled because they, they should be number two. I Yep, I would agree with you. And, they, you know, they, they didn't but, help themselves too much Saturday by trailing Northwestern for most of the first half. Well, if you remember when they played with Nebraska, the same way. Yep. But they Ohio did. State's always been a second-half team. Yeah, they have. They they wear They're down a teams. Second-half team to come out, and you you better be ready to play because they're going to kick some butt. Yeah, yeah. They wear down teams is what they do. Now you know they were playing about twenty players short on Saturday. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So some of their better players were not in the lineup uh, Saturday. Thus, you know. They, You're talking about Ohio, Ohio State, State or the other team? Ohio State's okay. was was about twenty players short for the game yeah. Saturday. So why why was that? Well, the virus, COVID, okay, COVID concerns, or contact and, tracing. You know, and so we're sitting there watching that, and they're complaining. Well, why can't he throw the ball better now? What's wrong with him? Why is he? You know, <laughs> them, they showed his right wrist. He, his thumb was stowed. Yeah, he had that brace on that thumb. Yep. They said, oh, oh, we're sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they think uh, Justin Fields, yeah. quarterback for Ohio State, may have a sprained right thumb, which is yeah. his throwing hand. But, uh, you know, they they proved they could run the ball pretty well in the second oh, half. That, that's it. I think at one, Solman, is that his name? The running Sermon. back, Solman. Sermon. Sermon. Sermon, just like going to church. Sermon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think he established himself as a top runner. Uh, I think so, yeah. But, but uh, last year last year against Northwestern he had a good he had a good game. He ran all, all over him. Yeah, I think this is his remember back if you can remember back. Yeah, I think this is his first year at Ohio State. He's a graduate transfer from Oklahoma. Okay, I thought they I thought the announcer said he had a good game last year against Well, he had a good game with Oklahoma. Last year, and he kind of got lost in the shuffle, they say, uh, in, in uh, spring ball. So he transferred to Ohio State. Oh, okay. Done. 
He, he broke that record of the Big yes, Ten championship did. record. What, three, four, 314 yards rushing? I think it was 331. 330, yeah, 331. Yeah. Broke Eddie George's record for a game for Ohio State, school record. Yeah. And he got, what, two years or one year left? I think he's got one after this. Yeah. Don, you make sure you call in on the sports fan tonight, <laughs> you know? Oh, you best believe it. And um, Connor will be there, all right? <laughs> well, sometimes I call in and it just rings and rings and rings. Well, it, but is somebody else talking? No, they're just talking back and forth. I don't think they pay much attention sometimes. Well, they you, get, oh, they I, know, the, I know what it is. They it, get into the dis, dis, the, the discussion about yeah. what's going on, and they really get into it, and they're not paying much attention because they're focused on what they're talking. Well, the other thing that can happen is they look at caller ID and they say, oh, it's him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought of that myself. <laughs> I'm kidding you, of course. I know. They always, like me, because I always get on and say, who day? And yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Good. Rub it in. Rub I, it in. Okay. Well, I'm, I've been a Bengals fan since 69, so I'm not no wet bandwagon member. I, <laughs> I stick with the team, I'm there. That's right. There you go. Move over. There's room on the bandwagon, right? Yeah, come on to the Bengals. We, we'll make it. We'll take it. If, 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 if the owners put out some money for some offensive line. Oh, boy, I hope so, too. That's the thing. They don't want to put out money. Yeah, I've said. How they, how they expect to win if they don't pay. Yep. That's right, and I, I again, like I said, there. I think they were reckless for not trying to protect Joe Burrow, their franchise number mm-hmm. one pick, more than they did. Well, you know it. Uh, any, well, anyway, I'll get off here. Y'all have a happy. Well, I don't know. A happy holiday, Merry Christmas. However, <laughs> yeah. I don't like to upset people too much, but sometimes I like to get the fire started. You know. <laughs> Yes. Well, you, you know, you're doing fine, and you're always welcome. Thank Dave, you, Don. I appreciate it. Okay. You guys do a good job yourselves. I appreciate you guys. Uh, okay. Thank Thanks. you, sir. Very quick. All right. Let's see here. We were about to. What What have I done here on this? Oh, I'll, I'll get it. Okay. I did something by mistake. Um. Okay, let's see. We were about to give our uh, update of the COVID uh, statistics. Oh, everything in the world is going on here today. Let's see who that is. That's nobody. Okay. (laughs) So. So much for that. Here we go. This is as of 2 o'clock yesterday. Athens. We have now... um, had a total of 2,830, I'm sorry, 826 cases, 2,826. That represents uh, just shy of 4% of our county. Now, of that 2,800, uh, a number of people have recovered. And I'll give you that figure in a minute. But 590 are active. So they're still getting well or still dealing with it. But 2,230 have recovered. We've had six deaths. 
Now, the ones that are dealing with it, um, about 19% are being hospitalized, which means 80% are recovering at home. So 115 in the hospital, 475 at home out of that 590. So between Saturday and Sunday's information, there were 29 new cases. Now we'll do Ohio and then we'll come back to Athens for a moment. Here in Ohio, yesterday, uh, the case number rose to 622,806. That's a one day's increase of 8,377 cases. Of the 6228, 175,000 are active. Once again, that means 447,442 people have recovered. Of the active cases, which again, 175,364, an even 5,500 are in ICU. 29,247 are in the hospital, but not ICU. That also means 132,570 are being able to recover at home. And as of yesterday, since the whole thing began, the death toll reached 8,047. Okay, now, you know, I, I always like to say, well, how's Ohio compared to the everything? I don't think it's fair to say how it compares to the world numbers or to the U.S. numbers, but what about our own state, right? Yes. So if, oh, if Athens were the same as Ohio's, the state of Ohio, we should have had 945 more cases than we do. I think that's good news. I don't want anybody to change what they're doing because of it. Like, well, we don't need to wear masks then or stuff like that. I'm just saying we're doing our part fairly well. But if we were like the rest of our state, we would have 945 more cases. Did that make sense? Yes. Okay. On a prorated basis, yes. Now, the United States. Well, let's do world first. So we got uh, 
billion people in this world. Um, we have had a total of 77 million, 156,240 cases yesterday. I mean, it had grown to that level yesterday. Uh, how many of those were new? A half a mil. To be exact, 536,095 cases. We had yesterday 7,352 deaths, bringing the death toll up to, um, I lost my place, here it is, 1,699,124. How many of those cases are active right now? 21,403,587. And how many do we have in the recovered category, as in they've had it, but it's done? 54,053,529. And then last this time is the United States. Our population here is 331 million people, almost, almost 332. And here it started in uh, February 5th. Yesterday we had 187,292 new cases, bringing the total to 18,265,000 cases since this all began. But when you look at the um, those that have recovered, 7,319,000. I'm rounding these off a little bit now. We have 10 million 620,000 who have recovered. But we have also had 324, almost 325,000 deaths in our nation. So that's our daily update on that. Um, there is um, new news this morning, I might say, that I think this is out of Great Britain or the UK, United Kingdom, however you choose to call it, of maybe a new strain. Yeah. And um, so I have not had time to look into this, but I will. And we'll try to share that, a little bit of the specifics of this new strain tomorrow. Um, well, I think that um, as, as silly as it is, uh, Coach Art Turf needs to be here. We need, we need to smile once We need it, yes. So, um, let's see here. Are all my buttons just right? I think they are. Coach Art Turf. 
Turf, you took your NF Tech football team to Indiana Orthopedic University. IOU, that's right. We had a ball game against IOU last week. Now, I was wondering what kind of game was it? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because uh, it was a fine ball game. You know, uh, Oysters uh, played a real fine ball game, and I am real proud of the way the Oysters conducted themselves on the football field during the ball game. And, uh, of course, IOU, they give us a fine ball game. And, uh, of course, what the fans seen, everything was all over, said, and done with was a fine ball game. Well, were you able to bring back that first win of the season? Well, no, I think what we did bring back instead was all that bad weather we had up there. We had a problem with that weather up there. You know, it was uh, storming, it was raining, it was cold. In fact, it was, it was downright bone-chilling up there for that ball game. And uh, we run into a problem because our uniforms were so clean. You know, Suds Bleachman did a heck of a job cleaning our uniforms. He did such a good job. In fact, he left a whole lot of soap in those rascals. And what happened was when that, when that rain hit them uniforms, all that soap in it made them real slippery, and that made it So you might say equipment failure was part of the problem at IOU. That's right. You know, if we'd had galoshes, we'd done a whole lot better. <laughs> I'll be back with more from Coach Art Turf in just a moment. And uh, just for the record, it's 37 degrees outside. <laughs> well, Coach Turf, your team failed to bring back that first win of the season at IOU. I don't think you don't have to keep running it in, you know. I don't think we ever got a report on the uh, final score. Well, we like to put them scores in the past, but just for you and all of our listeners, I do want to point out to all the listeners that we do want to keep them updated on all the statistics, so let me look through these statistics sheets here real quick. Right, well, that's right, uh, the, uh, it was a 49-3 and three ball game. Well, Coach, I know you told me that but statistics, you can't, you can't always depend on statistics to tell the story of the ball game. And I do want to tell all the fans it was a road ball game and none of them was there. And I do want to point out to all the fans that I am real proud of the way the Oysters conducted themselves on the football field. They, they was uh, conducting themselves just like gentlemen the whole time. And I am real proud of the way they conducted themselves on the road trip. You told me last week that your scouting coaches, Coach Lewis and Coach Clark, were having a little difficulty getting to IOU. That's right. You know, uh, we had a real problem. We didn't have no game ball to award last week because uh, Coach Lewis and Coach Clark had to sell that rascal to get a couple bus tickets going up there and scout them boys up at IOU. And I and uh, we still hadn't heard from Coach Lewis and Coach Clark, so we're afraid that they absconded with the funds from the game ball and they're not long longer to be seen no more. Well, Coach, even without the benefit of a scouting report, you did tell me before the game you felt IOU owed you a victory. Well, that's right. You know, I was talking about that with Coach Marrow over at IOU, and he said he'd put it in the mail. <laughs> Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Upset, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Suds Bleachman <laughs> put, put too much soap in laundry. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't tackle them rascals. <laughs> yeah. Well, we it, was, know. it was a fine ball game, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
What next, right? There you go, yes. Alright, folks, we're going to end up with some um, music of the holidays, and uh, we'll do it all over again tomorrow. So, uh, peace be with you today.
More than 317,000 Americans dead from COVID-19 now, but millions ignoring health officials' pleas to stay home this holiday season. Reporter Betty Yu is at San Francisco Oakland Airport. SFO says that each day this weekend it saw double the amount of passengers it normally sees on a weekday during the pandemic. And even more travel is expected as we get closer to Christmas, exactly what public health officials don't want to see. Another weapon in the vaccine arsenal is in play. Easier to store and ship, especially to more out-of-the-way areas, the Moderna vaccine is now en route to health facilities. Vaccinations to start today with new government guidelines on who gets it and in what order. The frontline group include people such as first responders, teachers, uh, food and agriculture workers, manufacturing workers, postal service workers, public transit, and grocery store workers. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. Tom Forty, CBS News, Washington. More than 30 countries have now banned arrivals from the UK after a highly infectious new variant of the coronavirus was identified here. Infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm telling CBS this morning. Right now we have to go full steam ahead with the vaccines we have. Uh, they're very powerful tools and we just have to make certain that this new variant strain is not going to escape at least some of the protection of the vaccine. EU leaders holding an emergency summit on the new UK mutation. In the winter skies tonight, some are calling it the Christmas star, the rare alignment of two planets which make them seem as if they're close together. Jupiter and Saturn will actually be at their closest point early this afternoon Eastern time, but they won't be visible in the bright daylight sky. You should be able to see them with a naked eye shortly after dusk in the southwestern sky. Astronomers say they will appear to be a double planet closer together than they've been since 1226. In reality, they're still hundreds of millions of miles apart. Peter King, CBS News. The Dow was down 220. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we give this song surprisingly great lyrics. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, and 38% more lutein, plus more folate and iodine too, all to help you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. The toll virtual learning is taking on too many children. Even though they're good students, Suffolk, Virginia parent David Mills says his two middle school sons have been challenged like never before during pandemic virtual learning. I have them going into counseling. I'm having at least one of them having a breakdown every other day. Virtual learning has been especially hard on single parent families like the Mills. I'm not blaming the teachers by no means. I mean, they're only doing the best that they can with the tools that they're given. Still, Mills feels the virtual learning process has to be better streamlined with 
more input from parents. Jim Crisula, CBS News. And finally, the Queen of England's second son just can't seem to shake questions about his friendship with the late convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Now, French investigators may seek to question Prince Andrew about his links with modeling agent Jean-Luc Brunel, another friend of Epstein who faces charges of raping minors in connection with the case. Andrew himself has denied accusations he had sex with an underage girl. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Have you ever thought about saying goodbye to your job, just walking into your boss and saying, I quit? And how would you like to commute to work without ever leaving your home? Well, not long ago, a 39-year-old entrepreneur from a billionaire family spent $20 million in three years to find the best home-based business in North America. He researched 70 different companies, and when he found the only one that had real long-term potential, he bought it. And right now, he's looking for people to help him turn this company into his next billion-dollar success story. So if you're serious about making money from home without having to leave your home, well, grab a pen. Because I'm about to give you the address of a website where you can learn all about this unique and rare opportunity. Write this down, www.goherenext.com. Now get on your computer and go to this site now. Part-time or full-time, your income is based totally on your performance. Interested? GoHereNext.com and say goodbye to your boss tomorrow. GoHereNext.com And now, Scott Bailey joins you on a musical sentimental journey with the best golden sentimental songs of the good old days chugging along the musical railways in the musical history on old number 97 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Monday morning from 970 WATH. Seven minutes after 10 o'clock and old number 97's getting ready to go. There she is. And we're off and running again on another magical, marvelous Monday morning on this December 21st, 2020, on 970 WATH as we listen to the tribute song to Dad, as always. He is with us in spirit, engineering old number 97 down the old musical railways as we take another trip on a sentimental journey with lots of sounds of the season today. And probably all this week, leading up to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Join in on the fun with lots of sentimental, seasonal favorites, Christmas style, sentimental journey style on 97 WATH.
Let's go. 